Welcome to the latest episode of FPL Face-Off, the podcast where two comedians discuss not XG and other stats-based data and analysis, but instead what it is that causes millions of us to anxiously spend our weekends waiting to see who got the assist, who's on for maximum bonus, and try to answer the question, why, oh why, do we do this to ourselves? This week we'll be discussing game week ones, hits and misses, who we're looking at for game week two. And of course, we'll see how the FPL Face-Off League is looking at this early stage. All that and more in the latest episode of FPL Face-Off with me, Fitz, and fellow comedian Tom Glover. Tom, how the devil are you? I'm, I'm very good, Fitz. Glad to have FPL back. How are you? I'm equally very glad to have uh, FPL back. Yes, um, this will be the final podcast where my audio quality is not good. Apologies, I'm still on holiday and I still don't have uh, my microphone. So apologies one more time, uh, but next week we'll be back to normal. Um, But yeah, it's good to have FPL back. Not so much actual football as a Man United fan. Um, Obviously, it was a terrible weekend, but uh, but yeah, moving on. Well, as as a football fan, I was much happier than I was as an FPL manager being a Spurs fan. But um, we don't need to go into personal scores on FPL and and ranks at the moment. (laughs) Let's just play the game for fun. Let's just have a bit of fun and we'll see where we are at the end of the season. Yeah, of course. I remember um, remember in our first ever um, episode last season when you had a storm in first week and instantly catapulted into the, the top echelons. That was the same thing you said. You said that let's not worry about the score. Let's not worry about, you know, how our teams are doing or our rank. Let's let's see where we are at the end of the season, right? That, that seems yeah, to ring a bell. All that matters really is that I was ranked five and a half K last <laughs> season. So let's see where we are at the end of this one. Absolutely. Yeah. And as a Man United fan, all that matters to me is that 15 years ago, we were the best team. Uh, and, and now, <laughs> when and you now were, uh, when you were a little boy from Devon, was choosing which team to support, and you, you looked at the top of the table and you saw Manchester United winning the treble, and you thought, "Oh, I think I, I think I choose that team because I like people who wear red." Yes, no, well, it, no. it was a it was a, a family based um, decision, and one I it was it was forced upon me, and it was a family of my... glory hunters. <laughs> uh, I, I, we don't have time for me to. Um, to, to be honest, if I was a glory hunter, would I still be supporting Man United? Would I be putting myself through this? No, I would not. But um, but anyway, uh, I, I have seen that Man United supporters currently are paying paying penance for the the glory years that they had, and you know that's that's probably true. But never mind. We we move on. We move on. So well, you, how you should have been? A, you should have been a Spurs fan and, and never taste glory or or true failure. Just just live in the no man's land when nothing ever good happens and nothing ever bad happens <laughs> there we go Mr Mediocre I love it um, we're speaking of mediocre you have not had a mediocre week because um, yet again you have blown up Twitter um, FPL Twitter at least uh, and and you also found yourself something of a celeb I understand when you attended Fantasy Football Fest how, how was your week tell me about it well you're, you're talking about me blowing up Twitter you're blowing smoke up my ass Fitz that's what you're doing <laughs> Um, yes, Mate, you, you've killed it. Let's 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 be real. You you have you have created some really really funny videos, and and you get a notice. It's good. It's great to see. Mate, thank you. I, I appreciate it, but the dynamic of this podcast doesn't work when you're nice <laughs> to me. All right, it's about the competition. You're supposed to bitterly hate me for every yes. aspect of my life. That's Very the true. dynamic. Let's keep it going. But my yes, to go to fest. Yes. It was a it was a great night going to fest. Um, good brilliant to be with there's about 200 managers there all excited for the deadline 
talked Fergie from the Green Arrow podcast into putting Almer on in his team. So hopefully that's one person who had a worse game week than me, at least. Who, who did he uh, take out for, for that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know who he took out. I just, if I, he put Almer on in, I don't know whether he kept him in there. But um, we're here about he, that he on did this it. podcast, I'm sure. Yeah, he did at the start. I, I think, um, uh, well, certainly via Twitter, he said that he put in Almer on. He didn't mention that you'd convinced him to do so, but <laughs> well, I think there was a there was a group of people um, trying to. Well, actually, there was one guy in a a, um, a Newcastle shirt who he, whose word he took as gospel. Um, but <laughs> Almer on that did look good. To be fair, he could have scored. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, no, he didn't. Unfortunately, for well, him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's great to be, be with a load of managers. Loads of stuff going on. People doing deadline streams. There was there were quizzes. There was there was top bin challenge. Um, there was uh, Kelly Summers there interviewing Mark Southerns. Um, so yeah, there's, there's there's loads going on, and, and it was a good place to be. And obviously, because my face has been on the sketches on the videos on Twitter, people recognise mm-hmm. me from that. Because a lot of Twitter accounts are just uh, cartoon characters and, and football yeah, yeah. club shirts and football logos. So there's a lot of people you speak to, and it's not until you're ten minutes into the conversation that you realise who they actually are. Um, but in my case, I'm one of the few people whose face is attached to their account. So yeah, I did get noticed by a couple of people. Good. Well, good on you. And I'm I'm glad that you, yeah, glad that you were representing the pod there. And it's definitely something that's that's on my radar for for us to go to the next one, whenever that may be. Um. So yeah, well, like I said, well done. And and to those of you listening, welcome to the episode. By the way, um, I, I don't know how many minutes we're in now, but uh, my job is to welcome you. So. Sorry. Um, but yeah, we are um, on Twitter at FPL Faceoff. And if you haven't already, then do do go and check out um, some of the work that Tom's been doing. Uh, it is it's it's really kind of carving a bit of a niche out there and um, and it's going really well. So, uh, you know, obviously I would have preferred it for you to get mugged uh, in London, but you didn't. So Thank whatever. you. That's um, what I like it. That's, that's the attitude. That's, Absolutely, yes. Um, good. Well, let's let's have a look at our, um, or let's look ahead, I should say, to um, the. Well, not look ahead. Let's let's go to our FPL scores um, because it's been a very interesting game week. So, of course, you were in London at Fest when the deadline hit. Uh, how was it having lots of different managers there? Was it like a New Year's Eve kind of countdown? I, I've got no idea what to expect, really. From it. Yeah, it, is, it is a bit like that, basically, <laughs> with the same level of anticlimax when the deadline passes as well. Absolutely. Um, Good. <clears throat> so they counted down from 10, then we all turned to each other and kissed and embraced. <laughs> and, and then spent the next hour and a half worrying uh, whether Jesus would or would not return, depending on which side of the fence you're on. Um, yes, of as a non-Jesus owner, I was happy on the night. Um, you were. Having said that, I'd benched Martinelli, so maybe I, I don't know whether I'm happy or not actually. But um, yeah, enough about my score. How did how did how was your score this week? Well, we haven't actually heard about your score, mate, but I'm sure we will. Um, well, uh, do we need to uh, know? Yeah, of course, of course. Well, I'll, I'll go first. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I finished on 65, uh, which the average is 57. So not too bad. It was a bit of a bit of a weird one, and I'll, I'll run through my team. So I had Raya in goal, Trent um, and Nico Williams got one point between them. Uh, Cancelo and Trippier got seven each, uh, both of whom kept a clean sheet, got a yellow card, but got two bonus. So that's good news. Captain Mo, um, as the, I think eighty nine percent of 
players, um, Captain Mo, which is bonkers, but um, that, that was good. Had Son, who got an assist. Otherwise, that would have been a 12 million kind of waste. But um, but yeah, relatively happy with that. Bailey and Neto in with two points apiece. Jesus, you predicted correctly, would get um, uh, not 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 a lot, and he didn't get a lot. He got two, and I had Haaland up front. So it was a bit of an odd situation, as it always is with FPL, when someone from Man City or Liverpool scores. As a United fan, I kind of hate it, but um, but yeah, was was really pleased with that. And well, and and you, you went with Salah and Salah and Haaland, Salah and Holland, uh, which is the, the right premium double up by the looks of things. There's a lot of people running from Kane to to Haaland's now. So, um, I think the um, the frustrating thing from my point of view is that I sent you a message on I think the day the day of the deadline. I think I think in fact I think you were at Fest. And you probably wouldn't have seen it for all the Twitter notifications going, oh, mate, great video. Well, well done. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, but I sent you a message and you said that you would recommend uh, downgrading Son to Kulazewski. Now, if I had downgraded Son to Kulazewski, I would have then upgraded Raya to Edison. I would have uh, had, instead of Bailey and Neto, I would have had Martinelli um uh, instead of Son, I'd have had Kudzewski, and then I would have probably gone for Kieran Dewsbury Hall. So I could have absolutely had uh, a mega week, but you know I've got Son. Son is one of the players. You know that's why I did the three medium. I think Son is someone I've got to have. And next week is going to be a bit of a kind of um, uh, hide behind the sofa uh, for when Sunday, um, Sunday afternoon when Chelsea play Spurs. But if Song could do the business there, then you know who knows. But um, but yeah, so so that's my week. How how about you, mate? Cool. Right, let's move on. We're going to um, crack on with the scores <laughs> now. Um, yeah. So I ended the game week on, um, and uh, did I break up then? <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, I so broke up poor, a little bit. Poor, poor producer well, Glenn is going to have to fake edit. Um, no, go on, mate. There's no shame. Blimey, it's game week there's one. No there's, there's no shame. Game week one. Uh, I ended on 53 points, which is four Mate, below the average. I thought you were going to say like 34 then. No, well, I'm ranked... You did get 34. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever listened... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever listened to the pod before, um, but my one of my claims to fame is I've never been ranked lower than 50,000 in the world. So mm. um, it is a bit of a shock to the system to be sat here staring at rank 4,991,061 oh. at the moment. <laughs> That's um, oh, dear, dear. pretty much at five million. It's you can only imagine how many people just made a team a minute before deadline and are now ahead of me. <laughs> how many people, like children, just selected a team because they watch football on the telly once every auto two years? Select. Just auto pick teams that would be ahead of yeah. me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, I'm not um, entirely upset with my team. Like they're players that I picked over the space of two months so the only the only one that i changed last minute was i downgraded perisic to trippier because perisic perisic wasn't going to play and obviously trippier got seven points for me so i'm not disappointed there um <clears throat> i went with the ward and iverson double up in goal which i will stick with I've, i'm fairly happy having a leicester goalkeeper for four million i had trent robertson and cash who all got one point Cancelo, who got seven 
captain Salah for 24. I've got Pedro Neto and Bailey, who both got two points. But I, I'm still happy with those picks. They, they've got Everton and, and Fulham this week, uh, both home games. So I'm not going to be taking them out. They could just as easily score. They're, they're not players you expect to score every week anyway at their value. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to keep them in there. I went with Kane over Haaland because I... That's the one I regret. I, I wish I'd probably just started with Haaland now. Um, I've probably a bit of Spurs bias in there, but also the fact that Kane home to Southampton just was a better fixture than Haaland away to West Ham. And he could have hauled Tottenham scored four goals and he wasn't involved with any of them, goal or assist, which is highly unusual for, for Harry Kane. But um, yeah. but there we are. And I went with Jamie Vardy over Jesus and Vardy got an assist. So that, that pick paid off slightly by three points so far um so yeah hopefully over the three weeks i'm gonna have him he will outscore jesus and then i can jump on jesus after that um my team's looking good for next week so yeah it was it wasn't a good start but no one's massively ahead at this point there's maybe maybe people with a 30 40 point lead on me right at the very top but that can be clawed back over the course of 38 game weeks. So yeah, not, not too upset despite the bad start. And actually it'll be nice to think that I'm surely going to have some green arrows for a while now being ranked at 5 million. It can't get much worse. So last year there was, it was like red, green, red, green for the whole season. So I'd like to think I have a series of greens this year. Well, there's eight and a half million players registered at this stage. And I'm sure there'll probably be a few more kind of late comers join. Um, but yeah, you're right. You know, you would you would imagine that there, there would probably be a, a few greens for you. Um, obviously, I hope that there isn't. <laughs> I hope that it's a, a never-ending sea of red. But of course, we'll have to we'll have to see how that how that goes. Um, for well, now, cl- class shines through, so I'm sure I will. Um, <laughs> the cream will rise to the top. Form is temporary, class is permanent, as they say. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll we will find out, of course, over the course of the season. Um, so let's have a little look then game by game um, very quickly. So, of course, we started the game with, with Crystal Palace, Arsenal. Um, oh, that's another player that I, again, this is bloody classic, but I would have had, um, I would have upgraded one of my 4.0 defenders to Zinchenko if I'd downgraded Son, um, who was one of Mate. the stars of the week. If, you, if you'd have mind. downgraded Son, you'd have had 20 players in your team. But <laughs> you can no, have no, downgraded no. <laughs> I, I, it's, it, it's, it's all... Well, Again, of course, you know, it's, it's one of those, but it would have been a very straightforward um, Patterson up to, um, I would have had four million to play with. So Patterson would have gone up to Zinchenko. There's one gone. Son would have gone to... Edit this um, out, man. Don't, don't edit this out at all. Um, Son would have gone to Kulizewski, which is eight million. Bailey uh, would have gone up to, in fact, Bailey... I'm having an stayed. idea for another video. I'm having another idea for a video right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the guy, the guy who tells you all the players he would have had in his team. Yeah, that is a good idea for a video. Maybe, maybe I could do that. <laughs> and, anyway, point point being that um, I, I, I if, didn't you, if you hadn't had Son, you'd have got all the top scoring players. Pascal Gross would have been in there. No, Royale no, no, and Young, both, both. No gross, in. no gross busters. There, there's only a couple of players that I would have had, but I would have. <laughs> had. But anyway, that's fine. Um, <laughs> so, Christopher Palace Arsenal. Arsenal. Yes, exactly. Um, so obviously Zinchenko was one of the stars of the match. Uh, did you watch the game? You were at first, weren't you? But I don't think yes, we was at first. Um, they weren't able to show the game on the big screen, but there may have been some people streaming it in the venue. I'm not sure if that's legal. So we we'll say 
they may or may not have been streaming the game in the venue. Um, so yeah, I was watching it from a distance over three or four people's shoulders whilst doing a quiz. So it was difficult to fully take it in. But um, yeah, yeah I, it didn't go as I planned, to be honest. I thought Palace would be tough to beat. I thought they could probably scrape a 1-0, 2-0 win. Um, but Arsenal did look good. They're very attacking. Uh, Jesus could have returned. Uh, luckily, the goals went to other people. Um mm. But yeah, I would if I was a Jesus so no, I wouldn't be rushing to get him out just yet, especially with the fixtures they've got coming up after after Leicester, although he could score at Leicester as well. Um so yeah, they just look like a good attacking side. Uh, ben White didn't look very comfortable at right back from what I saw. He looked a bit clumsy there, but I don't think that's where he's gonna be long term. He's not really a right back, is he? So it's an interesting no. uh, Tommy Assi will be back in, uh, but then I don't know who who the starting uh, centre back partnership will be. So if you're going for an Arsenal defender, I'd probably avoid that for the time being or, or, or go with Sinchenko if you if you want to get him in. I'm not sure his returns are going to stick. But yes, he did get a return opening night. A little bit of Tottenham bias there, perhaps. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Um, well, he's not, he, doesn't, he never had a, he's not had a great XGXA sort of output at City from what I've heard. Um, XGXA is expected goals, expected assists for yes. anyone who's not familiar with that. Um, the casuals ranked at five million. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I've good got half inside. your rank. If that's any consolation, um, I've got half your rank. So that, that makes you feel very sad. Good. Excellent news. Um, so that was the Arsenal. Um, well, let's let's talk. Are there any assets of Arsenal's that you're looking at? I know obviously Jesus is someone you're probably going to be jumping on in a couple of weeks. Um, I've got Martinelli, who is in my team to start next week, having benched him this week like an idiot. Um, <laughs> I, I would like a defender from their team. I don't know who that would be. I guess Sinchenko is the best option because uh, he will play in midfield if if uh, uh, Tierney and Tommy Asu can both be fit at the same time, any point. Um, is Ramsdale yeah, at five? He is at five, isn't he? Ramsdale? Yeah. Yeah, Ramsdale. I think he's the best keeper option, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. I just didn't want to spend my budget on the five million keeper. But yeah, I, I would have had him in. I've got him in in some other fantasy games. Um, and Saka, Martinelli, uh, Jesus, sort of pick which one you want or all three, if, if you like. Because they're yeah. they're all going to get attacking returns, and it could be any one of them on any given game week. So yeah, it's impossible to to predict. But I, I imagine you go for Jesus because of his high ownership. Yeah, well, he's he's in my team uh, currently as it stands, uh, Son and Harland. So it, it, in terms of my team, uh, it's a little bit different in terms of assets that I'd like because of the budget constraints. Uh, I've obviously gone for Salah, Son, and Harland, which is, has made it very difficult for me to have any budget I thought it was quite a renegade pick going for those three um, but a couple of people in my work league have, have got a similar setup i.e. Salah, Son and Haaland but they've downgraded Trent and the casual choice casual choice perhaps yes yeah. um, but but they've gone for as I say no Trent and no Cancelo so that has allowed them to to have Martinelli for example and basically a more balanced team than than I've got. So yeah, I, I can't look at any other assets unless I downgrade one of those. So we'll have to see, but um, good. All righty. Well, moving on to the uh, next fixtures on the Saturday, we had Fulham, Liverpool, Bournemouth, Villa, 
Leeds, Wolves, Newcastle, Forest, Spurs, Southampton and Everton, Chelsea. Um, what were your thoughts on the Saturday games? Yes, well, Fulham, Liverpool, I did watch in a uh, All-Stars pub surrounded by Port Vale football hooligans. Um, Where was that? In Exeter, because they were playing Exeter and oh, we nice. got in there. There was no one there. Got on a lovely little sun terrace to watch the game and then three coach loads of Port Vale fans turned up and surrounded us. But um, <laughs> it was nice. It added some atmosphere. Um, I'm not sure who they wanted to win, but I just cheered when they cheered and I stayed quiet when they were upset. <laughs> Um, and I was impressed with Fulham. Uh, they were very, they, they went at Liverpool. They, they were, they're, well, obviously they've, they were such an attacking side in the championship and that's not how we remember Fulham, but they they seem to have brought that back into the premiership this time. And Mitrovic looks like a different player with this, this Fulham set up. He was pretty lethal, obviously scoring two goals. I, I liked how high the, the fullbacks were getting Tete. Like who got the assist for the first go? I think it was. He was um, he was really pushing up high, and he's a good option. I think if Fulham continue to play this way at four and a half million, um, so yeah, he caught my eye. Um, I was on Salah, Robertson, and Trent. So obviously the Robertson Trent clean sheet got wiped out, but on any other day they they will return. They're going to get nearly two hundred points or maybe more by the end of the season. So that they, they get it eventually. Um. Darwin impressed me. He looks... It's going to be a different Liverpool team this year. Is he going to take attacking returns away from Salah by like bullying in the box and bully, taking all his XG chances? Or is he going to help Salah by drawing the attention off him a little bit? I don't know. Great, great in space. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Nine million, isn't he, Darwin? Yeah, I mean, I could downgrade Vardy to him, but I'd have to then sell one of my other Liverpool assets. So I think I'm just going to avoid him until wildcard and hope that Robertson can match him, which I think he can. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on the film of Liverpool game? Did you watch that? Um, I saw a bit of it, yeah. Again, being being on holiday um, and the main game I wanted to watch was on Sunday, but we'll come on to that, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, similarly, I think Mitrovic looked, looked very good. Um, he's, you know, we're, we're the fools who went for Jesus and Haaland when we could have gone for um, Mitrovic. Uh, There were, I think there were two people who triple captain Pascal Gross, which we'll come on to, I'm sure. But um, also there was one or two people who captained Mitrovic. That's a bold shout, but, you know, fair play. Um, Andreas Pereira, I think, looked quite good as well. Um, But again, the main takeaway for me was just being very grateful that, that my captain had got a goal and an assist. I'll take that all day long. Um, Good old solid, reliable Salah. Who, to be honest, yes. he didn't. He didn't look like he was going to return for a little while. Nah. He, he wasn't like looking like a really dangerous threat throughout the game. But that's why he's, he's Salah because even when he does it like that, he'll come up in the last ten minutes and get a goal and an assist, and then you're a- a goal. absolutely. And it's it's really, you know, so I'm, full disclosure, on holiday, kids in the pool, like that's the priority, looking after, basically making sure I keep the kids alive. But uh, we'll always look at flash score and live score and whatever. And so whenever a goal goes in, I know pretty quickly who's kind of scored it, who's got the assist. And uh, much to the annoyance of my family, they freaking hate the fact that I'm on my phone so much. 
uh, at the weekends, but fuck them, frankly, because you know I need to know who's got me points. But um, but yeah, so it was it was good to see, and uh, again, happy with. I would have liked Trent to have obviously got an assist, but that's the way it goes. Um, in terms of the other games, rather than necessarily going through through them all, um, were there any standouts for you from Bournemouth to Villa nil, or Leeds to Wolves one, or Newcastle Forest? Any any thoughts from those games? I feel like you've bundled together the the teams that you would label as boring. Um, <laughs> it's more just in the interest of time, my friend. Yes, I'm, I know. I'm, the, I'm conscious the, going the through game by game. The less mid-price teams. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's, yeah, the Leeds-Wolves game there's, was interesting because uh, obviously Leeds have lost Rafinha and Calvin Phillips and they had some good potential options. Jack Harrison was very... Uh, attacking, he seems to have taken over the sort of creative midfield uh, mantle from Rafinha. Um, Brendan Aronson looked good as well. He could mm. be a good option. So I, I think five good million, leave. four and a half. No, I, I think he's maybe five and a maybe five, five point five. Yeah, yeah, five point five. But yeah, he's interesting. Um, Neto looked had some. Well, from what I saw match today, he had some lovely touches and moves, but didn't score. He but he could have been Podence on any other day. That's just unfortunate that he didn't score. Hopefully Leon Bailey will play this week and he's not going to be dropped as a sort of punishment for the fact that Bournemouth beat Villa. So if you've got Bailey, um, be aware that he may not start. But if he comes on, he could he, he could easily get a goal or assist against uh, Everton. So I, I'm not too worried about that. Well, I'm, I'm just very quickly, I'm happy to have a, a very quick chat about Villa because... Steven Gerrard has got the same win percentage as Gary Neville had at Valencia. And it's 35%. And you've got to think the money that they've spent, particularly getting um, Bubaka Kamara, I know he was on a free, but they have spent money. If, if they don't get a result in their next kind of few games, so they've got Everton, which kind of has to go down as a bit of a must win, really. Uh, and then they're away at um, Crystal Palace. If they get nothing out of either of those games, I genuinely think Gerard could be sacked by the end of the month. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, but well, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that surprise desperate. me end of the month. But yeah, I, th- I think they're in trouble because you know after after that, you're, you're right. It probably isn't that desperate. But but let's say they go a little bit further along, and when's their next one? West Ham. It's feasible they get to, they don't have a point after any of those games. It's not likely, perhaps, but but yeah, I think I, I'd be worried about Villa, and I am worried about Bailey. Um, the, the good news from an FPL point of view is that a couple of other um, low budget players did quite well, like for example, um, Kieran Dewsbury Hall and even Aronson. So I'm not too worried. I, I, I know I can jump off Bailey if I need to, but. Yeah, it's definitely one to look out for. Yeah, he uh, Bailey was not going to be around long term anyway. He was so good in preseason that he was Mm. worth taking a punt with Bournemouth and Everton as the first two fixtures. Obviously, didn't work out this weekend. Um, Newcastle did what I thought they would do at Forest. They they looked good defensively, just shut out Forest. Forest had very little in attack. Um, Fabian Shah scored a wonder goal, which you can't really account for. Wilson scored. Um, which you can account for because he, he just does that, but he'll be injured probably in a couple of game weeks. Um, <laughs> but for now, he looks good. Spurs, 
yes, as a Spurs fan, yeah, amazing, especially considering we went a goal down. We didn't have our likely starting fullbacks. We didn't have Basuma starting. Um, so, yeah, to get a 4-1 win, opening day, very convincing. I think the fact that Royale and Session Young were involved so heavily with the goals is more a sign of how good Spurs attacking fullback options are going to be this season rather than them specifically. Uh, but that's a wait and watch because I, d- I don't know who's going to play a, a wing back for Spurs for the next two or three game weeks. Spurs Southampton, yeah, nothing nothing good to learn really, apart from the fact that Kulazewski looked great. Uh, he seems to be continuing his form from last season. And yeah. between between the two of them, Son and Kane got one assist. So maybe this year they aren't going to be the, the go-to players, especially at their cost. Kane's already dropped 0.1 million in price. Um, Maybe there'll be better value Spurs assets to have this season, but who they are, yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously went for for Son, thinking he was absolutely, you know, I couldn't couldn't go without him. But yeah, it would be it would be great if Gulizevsky became that that kind of option. I'm sure lots of people have already um, jumped off Son or Kane for Haaland or Nunez or... Well, I have um, for once. <laughs> I, I came have. off Kane for Haaland on Sunday night because the, the price, price rise was happening. I still got yeah. a million in the bank, but I just thought it's a silly... It's a, I, I, it's a move I wanted to make because that price, they could rise again and drop again in price before next weekend. So yeah. I didn't want to lose half a million in team value before the season has even started. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, lovely stuff. And very quickly, rounding off Saturday then, um, we had uh, the final game of Saturday was, of course, Everton-Chelsea. Uh, any thoughts on that? Yes, uh, Everton, pretty toothless, uh, obviously without a striker. They lost mm. two best centre-backs, arguably, as well. So they're going to be even more fragile in defence when Aston Villa played them at the weekend. Just um, got Connor Cody on loan from Wolves. They have, then. yes. What a weird signing that is. Well, as a massive Liverpool fan as well, it is a slightly weird signing, but um, yeah. but yeah, no, I, and, I, don't and think it's I think isn't he? I think captain? it's a good. It's a good no, signing for Everton, not, but he was their captain, but he's not. Um, he's not starting this season. Uh, yeah, they've gone to four at the back, and he's now out of the team. So it makes sense. There's a good signing for Everton. He's got a, some leadership. Um, but Everton were getting in behind Chelsea. Like Anthony Gordon was like causing problems for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple of times when it, if they'd been better attacking players in the Everton side where they would have they would have scored, I think. Your thoughts on Chelsea very quickly? Yeah, um they they got the one they'll win. They looked they looked okay, I think, against a better team. We may see some more weaknesses in that. In that side, though, they they don't seem happy. So we'll see where we go. But um, Reese James was at right wing back, which is important for FPL. Um, Cucurella came on. Cucurella came on. So it's a wait and watch of him and Chilwell to see how they work together. But yeah, I, I won't be buying anyone from their team just yet, especially with Tottenham at the weekend. No, absolutely good. Um, cool. So on to Sunday, and um, we will we will rush past this as quickly as we can. Uh, Leicester two, Brentford two. Man United won Brighton two, um, West Ham nil, Man City two. Um, I'll start the ball rolling uh, by talking about Leicester Brentford because <laughs> um, I've got no interest in the others. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, I I'm quite impressed with how 
Leicester played Kieran Dewsbury Hall scored an absolute worldie of a goal um, really really nice to see him De Silva at 4.5 I think looks like a really good option for um, for Brentford obviously you know it's early days of course it is but but that was good to see and of course Vardy vindicated you with a um, an assist and Raya who I had in goal got three saves so he got an extra a point for that which is good um, but yeah, he did. He did also concede too. So that four point five mid, sorry, that four point five goalkeeper or budget goalkeeper, I should say, was was a real tricky one. But of course, Ward did play, um, and that does leave the potential for people to go for a, an eight million goalkeeper combination, almost guaranteed that someone will play until perhaps another signing. So, so yeah, that's quite interesting. Uh, any any thoughts on Leicester? Very quickly, or um, Brentford, I should say. Nothing that we don't already know. The Leicester always score, but they probably always concede as well, which does make the four million goalkeeper combo less appealing. But hey ho, I've gone with it anyway. Um, yes, yeah, I say Josh De Silva came off the bench and scored, so there'd be pressure for him to play more now. He will be a good attacking option if he continues. And Jusby Hall is playing slightly more attacking this year and is integral to that team now. So is I think he's a bit of a James Ward Prowse in that. You could sit stick him in your team and he's going to get you 160 points this season. Um, you don't know when those returns are going to come. So he's just he's just a good one to have sitting there for 5 million if, say, when Leon Bailey comes out your side. And then we move on then to uh, Man United-Brighton. Again, nothing much under we wouldn't expect. Man United, shoddy and lazy. Um, failing... <laughs> Failing to put in any effort. Another manager seems bemused by the players that have been uh, put in front of him. Okay, um, well, uh, allow me, allow me, if I may, then. So, <laughs> I I watched the game, and unfortunately, keep it brief, remember, I will keep it brief. I will keep it brief. <laughs> we we didn't we didn't look good, and um, you know it's going to take time for Ten Hag to get his um, kind of philosophies and the way he wants his team to play across. Uh, I think we all know that as Man United fans. Interestingly, I, I watched a thing from one of the Sky Sports commentators and they said that as long as the Glazers are in charge, um, this is what we are going to have to expect. Man United are going to slip further and further behind because of the model of ownership. And you look at Spurs to an extent, um, but certainly Chelsea, PSG, City, Chelsea now, PSG, City, Liverpool, they are run by owners who are pumping money in. Man United, when they were bought 15 years ago, they had a £600 million debt um, that the club was bought against. The debt to this day is still £600 million. So over that time, all the Glazers have done is take money and and it's just not sustainable. You know, we are in absolute, we're in absolute joke at the moment. Look, uh, over the last 24 hours, we've been linked with Arnautovic. Arnautovic, <laughs> who is... At best, a hot 33. 33 mess. And the only thing I can think is that we've got some confidence we'll get Sesco next year. But Arnautovic, and now we're being linked with Rabio. Now, Rabio, I think, could be a good signing. But, you know, I don't know that also much a player him, with Also a player with a mentality issue and is a bit of a tendency to throw his toys out of the pram, which is exactly what you it's, don't need at United right now. It's exactly what we don't need. And, you know, the fact that the De Jong situation is is almost unique, I think, because of the Barcelona situation. 
you know, we want him. We've had a bid accepted by all accounts, but he hasn't come and isn't going to come. I don't, I don't think we'll get De Jong. I hope we do, but I don't think we'll get him because. But again, he, he doesn't want to go to United for every year. He doesn't, doesn't want to make that move. So it's, again, exactly. it's another player you're getting in who doesn't want to play for your team. Um, exactly. But, but yeah, it's the first game of the season. Uh, you looked good in pre-season without Ronaldo and with Martial up top. So maybe yeah. maybe you'll come good in a, f- a few games' time. But yeah, definitely a wait and see there. Um, and From then an finally, FBL point of view, absolutely wait and see. Yeah, no doubt. Sorry finally for my West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> finally, West Ham City. And uh, as a Kane uh, owner, it was... Um, Difficult viewing. Harland yeah. just or Holland just looked well. Everything we is it Holland or Harland? I call him Harland. It's, it's, but... it's Holland. I've always said Harland, okay. but it is Holland. Apparently, okay. um, he was everything we expected him to be. He was clinical. Uh, City are still gelling with him. There's lots of opportunities for them to have threaded the ball through to him, which they missed, like they did in the Community Shield. And once they start to click with him, it could be frightening how many goals he scores. So I'm glad yeah. that I've got him now. I'll probably stick with him for the whole season and until he gets injured because he does get a lot of injuries. Um, but yeah, the way he took the second goal is just top class striker. Yeah. He's he's going to score a lot of goals in that team, and I'm glad I've got him for next week. Yeah, well, I'm I'm in a similar boat. I think uh, absolutely he is someone who is going to tear the league apart. Do you see Alan Shearer tweeted him and said only 258 to go. <laughs> Which was yeah, um, and he, great he could do that, <laughs> and he could absolutely. What is he? Twenty one. Um, yeah, he, he in he, the he most could... in the best side in the league as well. Yeah, um, yeah. From a from a other assets point of view, um, Walker and Cancelo weren't as attacking as they have been in the past. They were sort of tucking in as sort of centre mids. I don't know whether that was just for the West Ham game, um, but Gundogan looks like the best attacking option. He was the one threading the balls through to he was the one who's threading the balls through to Holland. Um as shades of that period a couple of seasons ago when he just kept on returning that January. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. If he keeps his pace, he could be an option. But for now, yeah, it's Holland and probably just stick with Cancelo for the time being until we know more. Yeah, can't argue with that, mate. Can't argue with that. Um yeah, certainly Pleased, pleased to be a Holland owner, and uh, apparently the um, well, De Bruyne's assist was was very nice. Um, again, he's just so so expensive that you've you've kind of got to look at other options. So we'll see. Yeah, there, there was a player in that game uh, who was a bit quiet on the pitch, but um, is always active off the pitch, and that's Jack Grealish, who oh, has once of again, course. yes, he's once oh, again mate, Jack. sent us uh, an extract from his diary. Um, because he he's back on form with his with his writing, his creative writing, which is good to see. So I'm just going to read you the latest extract extract from the. I'm just going to read you the latest extract from the from the drac. <laughs> Let's do it again. Keep all this in. <laughs> I'm just going to read you the latest extract from the Jack Grealish diary. Very nice. <laughs> this week we played West Ham, who love hammers and bubbles. Basically, anything you can win at a fairground. <laughs> Our new star striker, Erling Braut Holland, was incredible. I've admired him ever since I saw his hair care routine in pre-season, so it's great to see he has the footballing ability to back it up. So often, players have bad hair, 
Fat Ronaldo. And bad players have good hair, Robbie Savage. To get a player who combines the two is truly something special to watch. <laughs> to give you some idea of the respect he commands, when he scores, he sits on the floor in a yoga pose and no one takes the piss. That's the difference between City and Villa. If I'd have banged in a goal at Villa and suddenly got into a downward-facing dog, I wouldn't have been in position for more than 10 seconds before John McGinn started pretending he was doing me from behind. (laughs) I asked Haaland why he signed for City. He said it was because he wanted revenge for his father, who had had his leg broken by a Manchester United player. Honestly, that club is toxic. You'd think they'd be focusing on their tactical awareness, but instead they're out there breaking the legs of the parents of players who don't want to sign for them. I can only assume Frankie de Jong hates his mum and dad. <laughs> Laters. Very nice. Very, I mean, obviously a little bit painful for, for me, and, but very nice from Jack. He's, um, it's good to have you back, Jack, I've got to say. Yes, thank you, Jack. Thank you for that. Um, slightly briefer diary, but I know you're a busy man, so we appreciate it. You are. We appreciate it indeed. Um, Good. Right. So let's round things off by looking ahead to uh, game week two. So very quickly to run through the fixtures, we've got Villa Everton is the early game on Saturday. Arsenal Leicester, Brighton Newcastle, Man City Bournemouth, Southampton Leeds, Wolves Fulham and then uh, Brentford versus United on Saturday evening. Then on Super Sunday, you've got Nottingham Forest, West Ham, Chelsea Spurs and Liverpool Crystal Palace is on the Monday. So some big games to look forward to. Um, obviously, a big Saturday, uh, which which will be nice. Uh, I'll run through my team. Uh, I'll be honest with you, hasn't changed an awful lot. I'll have Raya in goal, Trent, Cancelo, Trippier, Nico Williams, Salah, Son, Bailey, Neto, Jesus and Haaland. Haaland, I should say. Um, chances are Holland will be my captain against Bournemouth, although I was very impressed with Bournemouth. Um, sorry, apologies to Andrew White, who may well be listening. Fantastic comedian um, who is a Bournemouth fan. We kind of glossed over Bournemouth's uh, performance. Very impressive it was too. Uh, hopefully, from an FPL point of view, you don't replicate it again in game <laughs> week two, because uh, I'd really like Holland to do well. Please. I can already see how this game week's going to go. Um Everton are going to win 1-0. Bailey's going to blank in the first game. We're yep. then going to see Man City get a 1-0 win and Holland will, will get nothing in it. And then we're going to have to wait for the rest of the week weekend to watch Harry Kane get a brace against Chelsea and Salah to get a hat-trick against Palace and um, break break all our hearts because we're all going to be cancelling Holland. Um, hopefully not, though. I've, I've already done a, the switch from Kane to Holland, as I said, so my team remains the same. Happy, very happy with how it looks. Liverpool double up in defence, Salah, Cancelo at home to Bournemouth, Cash at home to Everton, Bailey home to Everton, Neto home to Fulham, Martinelli in the team this time at home to Leicester, um, Vardy away to Arsenal, Vardy loves scoring against Arsenal, he scored against Arsenal more than any other club in the Premier League, so I'm, I'm hoping he can outscore or at least match Jesus in that one. Um, so yeah, there's there's not a lot else to say. I think a lot of people are going to be making the move to Holland if they don't own him already. And if they do own him, they'll be getting that third city asset in place, I imagine. Um, So I'm hoping, I'm hoping I can move from 4.9 million to say 3 million (laughs) next week. (laughs) We will see who who are you going to captain? Will it be Holland? It will 
most likely be Haaland. I think Salah could outscore him because obviously as a as a midfielder, he he gets more points for the goals. He gets the clean sheet point, which I think they could get at home to Palace. Um, but I think Haaland will be the most captain player. So I'm just going to stick with that because it's uh, much of a muchness. It could go either way. But if as long as you own them both, I think you're going to do okay this week. Fingers crossed. That is the plan. Um, good. Lovely stuff. Well, we, of course, will be back uh, next week. If you have any questions or there's anything um, you would like to ask us, do get in touch. Uh, we're on Twitter at FBL Faceoff uh, is where you can find us. Let's have a very quick look at the top five of the uh, FBL Faceoff League. Of course, it's super early days, um, but we do. We are pleased to have uh, a number of people in the league. Uh, we are currently at, um, well, there's a, a ranking of 112, but there's lots of um, kind of joint places. So if you do want to join the league, the code to do so is 7QN6BY. That's 7QN, Quebec November, 6 Bravo Yankee. Do join the league. Um, and Tom, do you have it up there? Would you like to go through or would you like me to do it? Because I have it here. You do it, mate. I don't really look at leagues at this time of the season. So there's not really anything <laughs> to look at. It's just luck in the first game week. It, it's a matter of how you do over time that matters. Absolutely it is. Well, there is someone who will not agree. Um, anyway, in first place, uh, in fact, we'll go in fifth place, uh, AS15 uh, with 81 points with the team AS15. Um, in fourth, my friend and manager and boss, uh, Will Lofthouse, uh, Lofty Ambitions, 82, cracking week for, for Will. Um, Karma Police in third by Tom's Strads, uh, 84 points, very tight at the top. 86 in second, Royals Blues, Bogdan Durshin, Utah. Uh, and in first place, Yard Sport, Yard Hadi, 89 points. So, um, yeah, very, very tight up at the top there. Um, uh, just so everyone's aware, I suppose, I am, I am on the first page of our league, but only just with 65 points, only just. And Tom is not, but that's fine. Yeah, long way to go. That is fine this time of season. In all seriousness, it is fine. There's, there's not much between any of us at this stage give it five weeks and we we'll see where people are. The, the team that's at top, the top of the overall leaderboard at the moment, Real Social Dad, let's have a look. First in FPL. Their team looks quite good, actually. I was going to slag it <laughs> off, but now that's, that's all, good, all good picks. Well done. Holland, Mitrovic, start, yeah, great, great front three. Um, probably uh, should have listened to him. Probably should have listened to him from the start. Wait, Real uh, Social Dad. I haven't seen that. Let's have a look. Real social. Andrew Rogers, 119. He has played this triple captain, though. He played Haaland, triple captain. Mitrovic, Darwin, Ward Prowse, Martinelli, Salah, Coutinho, Trippier, Perisic, Zinchenko, Mendy. It's a good team. It's a good team. But he's played this triple captain game week one. You know, they're. Uh, yeah, but he's played the triple captain on someone who scored two goals. So that's, that's good. There you go. Yeah, he's not wasted his triple captain. He's not wasted his triple captain at all. But, you know, there's a. I mean, there's I don't know what I expected to see. He's number one in the world and he's obviously going to have all the good players that did well this week. Um, well, I was sort of hoping so, to have Pascal Gross, but he didn't. Absolutely. Well, let's throw it out. So he, he's, he's Andrew Rogers, real social dad. Good, good lad, Andrew. Um, as it stands, you're number one. If at the end of the season, Andrew Rogers is number one, 
I will find him out personally and I will buy him a football shirt myself. Uh, I don't believe he'll be there, but we'll see. Good luck. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you, Andrew. Yeah, that's... That's a nice target. Uh, lovely. Well, that's a nice that's a nice way to, um, to end proceedings. Uh, we will, of course, with a <laughs> with a threat. Uh, we'll be back next week. Normal audio quality will be um, restored. I will be back home with my my darling Mike, which I miss very much. And thank you for joining us, listener. We appreciate it very much. Do give us a follow on Twitter at FBL Face Off, and um, it is good night from me. And it's good night from me. Lighters.